I mean, your birthday is going to be a celebration. It is going to be a celebration. It, it will be. What are the odds you don't get to your birthday? I went to the doctor today. My labs all look good. Oh, really? This episode of the B3 Podcast brought to you, as always, by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Give them a call, 812-295-3129, and let Travis allow you to stop knocking on wood. Still riding with that ending right now. I are we? Are no. Are we ever going to do the video like you guys just did on the Josh Thompson show? <laughs> Look at us. What do you think? But I'm wondering if you could. I mean, we could each do like a a move, like Johnny Carson used to do with the golf. Uh, the golf You're going to say a move. You're going with a. Or move. Or I'm going to go like this. I'll go like this. You want the arrow? The, the Michael, arrow. The Michael Penix arrow. That's what you want. You know, whatever. You know, feeding the ducks. Whatever. Yeah, okay. No, I, well, I don't know if I'd go. Well, I don't know. You might go with feed the ducks. But I, I 80 sitcom. I would just wave. Thanks, Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. My agent sponsoring the B3 podcast. We've got other sponsors flooding in right now, so we'll make uh, announcements yes. at some point. It was part of that that negotiation yeah, was done just in minutes here. ago. Min- yeah, minutes. Mere minutes. And when he says here, he means Red Bones Bar and Grill in Montgomery, where nearly every Wednesday night we record, or the B3 podcast, or eh, every other Wednesday. Bon Tom Roulet. Right after the Josh Thompson show, so Deco's full of high school information that he can feed us. It's the finest fortnight squeezed into an hour, an hour and a half every other Wednesday night. It's, that time? it's something. It's something. It's something, all right. Big news breaking the staff. Lots of big news. Lots of news. Today, but uh, the Thank first you. one of local nature. Oh, is this mine? Oh, no. The end of the Bobcat of Davis County, formerly the Graber Post, formerly the Old National. Uh, old National it was Bank. Graber Post, he, he Old National. Old National. Oh. Um, I think it was Old National Bank. Old right? National Bank. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. We have we have a literally a Karen with a toboggan <laughs> haggling over. That is a New Jersey State Police hockey team toboggan. Yes, it is. And a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine, sent me that a couple of years ago. He he was New Jersey State Trooper and uh, you know lifelong friend. Kid grew up with it's a sharp hat like on hat. my block, as we used to say back in the on day. The block. I lived on a block. Danny from the block. No, but back to uh, end of an era. Hey, great. Are time. you guys talking about Nick Saban or not? No, is we're talking about the not end. yet. Uh, okay, I was eight, one eighteen attention. years is a long time. I was at North Davies when the tournament started. Oh yeah, and um, was it always the same amount of teams, or did it? Uh, no, it started at four, went to six, went to eight. <laughs> oh, it started. But at four. basically, there was a moment uh, where North Davies became very aggressive as a staff and an administration wanting to host um, postseason basketball. And specifically, at the time, if you were going to host sectionals or regionals, you'd have to take it away from Ligoti. Yeah. And they had to prove that they could host big boy tournaments, and uh, oh, okay. I think they have. Without blowing no. smoke up anyone's butt. And, and it was a really, really well-run tournament that had a lot of high-level teams, the Park Tudors and the Brownstowns, and, and 
And they even had a few curveballs thrown at them at different times. When uh, was a park tutor that um, just decided they weren't coming back? Decided they weren't coming back, and that had something to do with the fact that their coach was incarcerated. He was incarcerated. Yeah, they 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 tried to play a couple cards on that one, and, and the reality was. You know, and they, they ended under, up. They, they were under state police investigation, and they ended up uh, bringing in. Oh, uh, was it was it Evansville North and uh, right. oh, Wrights? Wrights and Brownstown played. And Bra- a, yeah, played a, like a triple uh, overtime right. thriller. Right, it, thank yeah. you. Okay, you don't have Canadian. Give me a Jack Daniels and Diet Coke. Okay. Uh, um, I, listen, not unlike, not unlike. Biblical prophecy, I gave that up for you. She said there was only enough Maker's Mark for one drink. Oh, well, and I thank said, you, Todd. I, I can slid only it over one. to you. There I you go. I can only have one. So. Um, what, no, but I was saying is that was like one of the greatest high school basketball games ever. And they, they I think really, our friend Tyler Schulteis' cousin, Drew Smith, was in that game. And all Drew Smith is doing now is playing for the Miami Heat. I mean, <coughs> yeah. so this tournament had major so college, least, NBA at least players. three state champs, right? Yeah. Uh, or runner-ups, you yeah. know what I mean, or, or runner-ups. Yeah. Well, you had Blackhawk, you had Bar-Reeve, you had North Davies. North Davies. North Davies, you had Lagodi. Park Tudor. Lagodi, you had Park Tudor, you had five. Wayne Blackhawk. Did I say Blackhawk already? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's five. No, it was, I mean, it was. There was a couple of years where Brownstown went. And they, um. They did a very good job running that thing. I don't ever remember a delay. I don't ever remember, you know. It, if there was ever a delay, 10 or 15 minutes or whatever. And it was because, it was because, because there was an overtime. Right, yeah. right. It was, it, was, it was a good tournament. It was yeah. very well run. And, uh, and I could see after 18 years and, you, and a long-term staff running it, I mean, I, I, I'm sure it would get – it, 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 gets, it, it, gets it gets old, and, and, and talking to and our, right our, before Christmas, our friend yeah. John Patrick Mullen says, you know, he, when he got to North Davies, his, his, his Christmas break was gone. Yeah. Because, it, you know, thankfully this year for those people, it was right at the beginning, but a lot of times it's that week right before New Year's. So you're planning, then you're devoting that whole week, and then New Year's is here, and then boom, you're back to school, and, and you're right back in the ground. And that's why I like what we did this year at Bar Eve is you're, you're in and out, you know, and even if that it were to expand, at least it, well, not, I'm going to tell you what it better be expanding because Whoa. there are some teams that are that are looking for a place to play Christmas time and, basketball. And listen, take advantage of it because I will tell you, experience driving, you know, to bumfuck or I'm sorry, whoa, whoa, to, whoa, to whoa. wherever Eastern Green or going to Fort Branch it, every day during your break sucks. Yes, it does, and. I'll tell you what, you know, God help me for saying it, but the old GPC, GPC? At Washington? At Washington. I forgot about that. Oh, you damn right you did. I did forget about that. You know, that could have worked. It could have worked. I don't know why the plug got pulled, but. I, I, yeah, I, I, I had always <laughs> heard the rumor back in the day was that they wanted it to be um, the old Washington sectional. And Lagodi and our friend back at the table behind us was on the staff, Coach Josh Thompson, with Steve Brett and the crew. And, hey, I, I respect his right to say, I don't want to play people three times in a year. Yeah. And Lagodi would never come. That. And, that, that. and that was, that was their excuse. And, and I understand it, not to make everything about my wife, but she coached for 23 years and did the exact same thing. 
I want to play you twice, Max. Right. Well, I, I get that. Well, and, but and that's kind of what they're doing over at Illinois with the Capital Classic, and not. Well, that quite, sounds like a neat tournament. They're not by the way. Do, they, do they play basketball in Illinois? I didn't. A little. Okay, I just checked on that. Actually, been pretty good, but they, um, they're. They're not quite there, but over the years they're trying to get it. It's almost back to the old North Egyptian Conference, which is one of the great conferences in Southern Illinois, and and they and it disbanded years ago, like when Mount Carmel came to the Big Eight. But um, it they've almost got it there, and it's just a cool nostalgic thing. But like you say, when all the teams still play each other, it's yeah, kind of. Can we, could you come up with an alternate, or we come up with an alternate team? Over those 18 years, well, obviously, I not don't have the experience. Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the all-time MVP. Can I guess? Yeah, but I think I, you're going to be wrong. I think it. I think you're going to say Frankie Davidson. I don't think it's Caleb first because honestly, I hate to say this. I know he's a good college player. He didn't. Eh, he he didn't impress me that much. Um, Jaron Jackson. No, he never won it. I oh, was going to go. Excuse I, me. I, I was going to go Frankie Davidson. My all-time Jalen Mullen might might work his way in there. I love Jalen. You know that. I do. But it's Micah Bullock. Okay. Micah Bullock See, is a two-time champion, and he is a two-time tournament MVP. And there was a year, and don't hold me to this, but Bar-Eve may have played 1A, 2A, and 3A number one. I believe you're right. All in the same tournament. I believe you're right. So anyway, really? I, yeah, I mean, it was a grinder and they beat North Davies, I think this was in 13, in double overtime in the championship. And North Davies was <clears> number one in 1A, and they were, they were legit. And I know. That's, and they had beat Brownstown on a Friday. Forest Park was, was there going to the yeah, – I guess it would have been 2A. But, hey, M- Micah, he, 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 he was a champion twice. Why he was you, the MVP twice. And who was the all-time scoring leader until this year? I don't know. Austin Jarrett from WC. Well, I have Austin's sister oh, in class. I remember seeing that. that yes, is, that is a great family. You right would there. not have. You would not have. That's a great. You family. did not have that on your bingo card, did you? Well, I I know he scored a lot of points. Yeah, in, in, in high school. Yeah, that yeah. Ma- it makes sense. We, I used to catch even when we didn't live here. I'd catch Bar Reeve games when you know we come home. But I I I kind of missed that whole Micah Bullock era. It was a good era. Yeah. It, it, was a good era. It, 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 it was a lot of fun. Good and, kid. Yep, and and, so and and your guy Frankie. My my guy Listen, Frankie's got to be. Up. If if I was not from Bar Reeve, gracias. Maybe maybe oh, can I, I get say catch up, please. Maybe I say Frankie, Wait, but I just um, tell you what, he's the most exciting player that that I think's been there. Man, he was awesome. Uh, that first year that I saw them, which was firsts freshman year, and they come out to warm up. My brother and I were literally laughing. They walk through their warm-up. They're like throwing, you know, throwing. I mean, they're just kind of like. Which not, team was that? Not hot-dogging, really. They just were just. Blase. Kind of messing around. And then the game starts, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, that was a good team. Uh, it was the greatest. I'm, I'm one tater tot. Seriously, here. eat a tater tot before you talk. <laughs> I like it. He pops the tater tot during that, the yeah. question. Seriously, Napoleon. Get how, about, how about How about the Pike Central Park Tudor game, where the Pikers took them down, took them down hard. North Davies almost took down took them down that year as well. I remember what happened to Pike Central the next night. Was a they got Trevor Lonnaker. Oh, okay. Yes, they did. You know Trevor's my guy. I know. So any with my other than Micah, anybody else from Bar Reeve on the on the top five? 
Well, I'd really have to think about it. We 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 have had some great moments, and we've had some disappointing exits. Yeah. To well, I think, I think one Nick, of the greatest halves I've ever watched was in was that that was in was that that was in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, because it was against Blackhawk. It was against Blackhawk, and I you know just a memory of that. We had played very poorly the night before against South Knox, and I mean, kind of escaped with the two, three, four point win. And South Knox was they were they were fine, but they weren't. And <laughs> it's coach's first year. I know it's going to surprise you. I was going to say, was it Hughes yeah, or Thompson? It was Josh. Okay. And the, and the natives were restless, and 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 I walked into Josh's office, and I and I always ask him before a game. I said, "What's the line tonight? What's the line tonight?" And he and he he is the most honest coach, at least with me. He wouldn't want it broadcast, but I remember when I walked out that night before the Blackhawk game. I said, "What's the line tonight?" He said, "Show up and find out." And basically, what he was saying was, "Hey, everybody else is, you know, already getting us drilled by twenty-five. Yeah, you know, we we've got a little something for him." And Gabe Gladish put on a show, and it was pretty lackluster first half, right? It I, was just kind of we were down yeah. by ten or twelve. See, yeah, that's and what we I was thinking. Yeah. We were going to get our fifteen-point loss, and we were going to be out of there, and everybody would have expected it, and it would have been fine. And that and, was, I mean, it was one of the greatest and halves of basketball we, I've ever seen. Well, and it was, it was we kind of. A lot of people don't remember this. We kind of brought the pressure to them, and it wasn't necessarily a press or a trap. But man, we were just up in them, and and uh, so so what we're saying is we're doing the post mortem on 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 that tournament. Yeah, really good tournament. Yep, a lot of good memories, good high school basketball. People will talk about that for a long time. Yep, absolutely. It was a it was a great game, and and what else is great is Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop knocking on wood, please. And call Travis. Go on their Facebook page. They can help you out. All your insurance needs, farm, home, property, renters, you name it, auto, health. They've even got some financial services. Just turn to Travis Brett, and he He's you know, my agent. He, well, was, he was nearly a pacer. You invent the, you, you, you nearly play for the Pacers. You invent the Internet. And what is, what is he about? A mine, is he about a, a plus three uh, golfer? Scratch. No, plus three is, is three. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. My bad. Yes. Plus three to him is his ninth golfer on the team. <laughs> He's number nine. <laughs> Someday we will dissect Mike's golf coaching we won't, career. We won't talk about it on the air, though. <laughs> Travis Brett, Indiana <laughs> Farm Bureau Insurance. A big week this week in local sports. Barry Lagodi, as always, and I, I'm our guy Josh sitting over here. I loved one thing he said last night because we all hate Coach speak and all the crap that doesn't mean anything. And he said last night after the WC game, listen, anybody that says this is not a big game, don't let – it's a big game for crying out loud. And it's okay to admit that, coaches out there, when you're when you're playing your rival. It, it's If you say it's not, it's almost insulting to everybody that's that's paying their money to go see it. A shout-out to Nathaniel Byler. Byler for the second time in less than an hour. He put together a video for Barry Media today. I watched it two times in a row and was going to like it both times, and then I found out if you try to like it twice, it takes the it takes away. It takes yeah. You, un, you uh, really unlike so it. So I don't, you know, so I, I liked so it really all three times. you liked it three times, yeah. But I no. thought, you now, know what I mean, and it was a good. Now, you can't hold it, and then you can put a heart, which means you love it, which is sort of a double like. Yeah. Okay. A heart is way, way more important than a like. If you I hold agree. that, you get a whole string of things all the way up to. You like can a, even laugh at it. You can be mad at it too, Tom. I don't want to get mad. Yeah. I don't want to get mad. It was fantastic. Okay. I'd almost, I'd have almost I bet given him, I'd have almost given huh. him two more minutes and said, 
you know, make me cry. Wow. You know, you could have done the, you know, the, the road all the way to, to Lagodi or. Yeah. Here's where we stand going into this week. Bar Eve 11 and 1, North Davis 10 and 3. Lagodi 9 and 4, Shoals 7 and 6, Washington 4 and 7, and Washington Catholic 1 and 11. Does anything surprise you on that list? No. I, well, I, and everybody will say, ah, North Davies. But I think Coach Dow, I think Coach Thompson, we talked about it on the coaches' show. North Davies does have some really nice wins. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That one shocks me a little, but. Um, but but I think if you, and I've said it last week, if you are from the southern half or the northern half of the county, you're probably pretty satisfied with where we sit yeah. right now. And, and like I say, North Davis, I mean, don't forget they practiced against those guys every day. So, you know, it's not like. Huh? It's not like they, they always said hiding an experience for sure. They always said the Celtics' second team with Bill Walton on it every day playing Bird, Parrish, McHale, Dennis Johnson, DJ. Danny Ainge, you know, every day. And they said that when that team would beat the first team, and they did because they had Bill Walton. Yeah. Um, they said that those were the hardest games in that 85 season were against what they did in practice every day. Really? Fun fact. Celtics' record at home that year, including the playoffs, was what? I think they only lost one game, 41-1. or 50-1, including the playoffs. Who did they lose to? Would that have been the 63-point Michael Jordan game? Nope. Rocket? Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh. Cleveland Cavaliers. Really? Yep. Well, how so the truth is. Um, we had to take a break so everybody could finish eating. Um, and by the way, the, the, the catfish was fantastic. You had catfish and tots, and you had – Just Bones Burger Bones tonight, Burger? just the most basic. But that bacon and didn't have bacon. Had bacon. Wasn't that basic? Wasn't that basic, baby? That's not basic in my eyes. Basic at my house. Um, All right, talk about high school basketball and uh, Bar Reeve. I thought handled a a a very difficult situation last night. Very very well. They played well. They played hard and in a game that they knew that was probably going to be a blowout. I'm going to ask you guys a question. It was what it was. I'm going to ask you a question, and and I'm not disparaging anybody. I want to say that right now. I'm, just, I'm literally asking a question that everybody asks. Why doesn't WC get in that conference? Southern with, Roads. So, thank you. Southern, Southern Roads. Where those kids home. can compete on a game-by-game Win game 10 games. They'll, they'll win 10 games in that conference. I, and listen, again, I'm not, I'll tell you one thing, and, and Jeff Doyle mentioned it on the broadcast last night. A lot of that student section was made up with the girls that just lost 68 to 11. And they were still up having a good time in the cheering section at the end of the boys' game when they were down 70 to 20. I, but, I, and again, I, again, I want to say it one more time before everybody gets mad at me. I am not disparaging those WC kids, the faculty, anybody. I'm just asking the question because everybody's asking the question. Everybody Why is. don't they get into that I don't know. Well, I'll answer. I'll answer that. And as a teacher and a coach, it's probably not best that I cut the line here with Todd. But I'll go ahead and give it a shot. And I think once you and 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 I don't think it's necessarily mandatory that you do this. But once you hand over that IHSAA membership, so you, they would not be in that. Conference? That's that. No, that is, uh, well, it, it, it's okay, not. It's not mandatory. Okay, but. I see that. A lot of yep. times, and it's really hard to get it back. And a team in that conference, Duggar, Union Duggar. Duggar. Took five years. Is it, 
in my lifetime, they are the only IHSAA school that has went away and came back that I that I can remember. They're okay. a former IH IHSAA state runner up. Was it runner up or I mean, they went? Uh, well, they went in volleyball. They went in basketball. In they basketball, went, they the, went Brody, the Brody in, uh, Boyd softball, era. Yeah, and then they were nothing. I just uh, and and maybe that's the answer. And I I don't know. I like if you're in a conference that. Do they have to have so many yeah, IHSA and, and, and the bylaws and this and that? I, I I don't know, but I think you know that's that's kind of the know. last thing you cling to. You know what? And and, and this is the honest God truth. It doesn't matter for most of those kids. Like ten I years, said, ten years after you know, they're out of high la- school. Last night they're they're still having a good time and and, and and good for them and they play hard and and the kids and, and WC's got two guards that well and, can and, play a little bit. And, Here's I the just, most politically correct thing ever, but maybe for families who send you know kids to to to, to WC or places not that like concerned. it. Well, yeah, that that's the trade off that you make for a private small school religious environment. So let me ask you this: If they let's say they get in basketball, they get in that conference, can they still? Because they do have they just won a girls sectional last year in soccer, right? Can can you be in the IHSAA Two in some ago. sports and not in others? I, I think you've got to be a full-fledged member. I don't know. I don't yeah, think yeah, you do. Because um, in the enrollment counts, you know, your, your deaf school, your, your, your academies, ev- everything. Like, you know, when we've had this big debate about Bar-Eve and where we should be and blah, 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 you know, Jeff Doyle has always talked about on the IHSAA board, there are new schools up every summer for admission into the IHSA. It's not to admit them to one thing or the other. It's for admission to the IHSA. I don't know. Okay. I mean, the truth is nobody wants to get beat by 60 points on a nightly basis. Oh, no, no. And that's the thing. I Listen, I played on a couple of rotten football teams. We won two games a year. But we were competitive. And that's what I wonder how you, how you run out Three quarters of the way through the season, when you're when you're losing that bat all the time, and 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 you know, again, it's no disrespect. I just I wanted to know, and I'm glad I asked. Cause no I disrespect, I, but numbers don't lie. I, I yeah, I, and I didn't know the you know, and the IHSAA thing. If you, they obviously want to stay in there in soccer, they compete in soccer. So, okay, I, I get it. So, well, we shall see. Speaking of uh, a loss. I didn't get to see because I was calling those two games last night in places somebody else took the night off. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> but I listened to Don Fisher on the way home, and there was about a minute left in that game, and he was – you could was tell disgust. he was sick to his stomach listening to that IU game. You know what? I didn't watch it. <clears throat> Bruins were on, in yes. all honesty. The um, – I didn't watch that, and I didn't watch the Purdue game because it was on Peacock because they haven't milked enough money. They didn't milk enough money out of my wife and I on our daughter's education. And you, had to, look, and you had to look somewhere, somewhere else for the score of the Purdue game instead of WAMW Sports this morning because I was not staying up that late. To well, it was, I mean, it just comes down to this. I, Purdue didn't look very good. IU didn't look very good. It doesn't matter because college sports is not college sports and, uh, anymore and nothing is is i was I watching college football playoff was pretty good uh you know what and a lot of people were complaining about it because they thought georgia should have been there because georgia was the best but 
with the transfer portal the way it is right now, uh, it is, it, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare keeping uh, kids are leaving Alabama. Kids are leaving Ohio State. Yeah. Well, yeah. You go. You go to Alabama as a four-star recruit, and suddenly maybe you're not quite that good, and now you're on the second string. Bye bye. <laughs> I the transfer portal is way worse in reality than the NIL. The NIL actually is probably going to help a little. Well, and that's where Edie's I, not playing at Purdue this right. year. You know what I mean? And I think I said that the last time. It's it, it's where your Power Five schools are just going to have to get together and agree on parameters for hey, this is what we're playing under, and it's going to be a. It's know, unrestricted free agency. It's it's yeah, never worked and, and, in any other sport, right? And and, and that's what you're going to find is, is is that is not a business model that's going to work when long you've got term. three quarters. For two years now in NCAA Division One football, three quarters of the quarterbacks are new to their team. I just can't believe that with all this transfer portal madness, that Nonsense, like all the madness. like all the guards committed, and 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 like there was nobody out there for IU to get. That's amazing <laughs> to me. Well, they all came from James Madison. Well, I, and, and you know what? Oh, you talking? I'm basketball. talking basketball. Yeah. While we're playing, you know, I look at I look at four forwards and a center. You know, I look at a place like Purdue which is not going to be helped by, by the transfer portal because they're getting, for lack of a better word, second-tier kids that, that didn't make it at a Division One school. Well, you know what? If they'd have made it at the Division One school, yeah. they'd still be there. But so I, it's just a it – it, it's become the fifth major sport or maybe even the third major sport if we really want. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to live and pretend that it's an amateur – no, situation. No, it's not even near. I mean, I guarantee you, if Caitlin Clark decides, and somehow it's a decision, she's been at Iowa since I was in junior high, somehow, but if she decides to go into the draft, and she will be drafted by our Indiana Fever, Todd's favorite team, and she's going to be making, you know, whatever. I don't know. Have I ever made a statement about that? About I'm just, the Fever? Well, We're just you, assuming. You made a statement earlier about, well, we will. All right, nevertheless. Um, anyway. She gets drafted. Do. She's going to take a pay cut. Uh-huh. And I, I'm not so sure which is worse, the portal or guys play. Xavier Johnson's 25. Well, and Michael that, Penix, how old is he? That, that's He's the 137 one, that, years that, old. That's the one conversation that nobody wants to have about this. And trust me, I am no fan of either side. I'm just going to tell you like it is. If Caitlin Clark is worth that much money – then she would make that much money next year playing for the Fever. She is cashing in on the brand of her university. Do I think that's right or wrong? No. But is it a thing? You've got to be a moron to not think it's a thing. I, I've seen no Trace Jackson Davis Golden State Warriors jerseys at school. But by God, I bet I saw 20 Trace Jackson Davis IU jerseys at school. Yeah. Now, why is that? Yeah. Okay? I don't so, know. And this all so, started with Ed O'Banion. <laughs> yes. EA Sports. Yep. No, it all started with Kurt Flood. Well, right. Yeah. I get way back. College level. Andy Messerschmidt and Catfish Hunter. But I, I don't understand. I, 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 are we done with COVID years? Like, how can you be in college? I, I heard still... this is the last year for okay. a COVID so, year. Because I was shocked when I, I heard that, again. that Caitlin Clark Recently. has a decision. Because they said if she enters the draft. And I thought, well, 
maybe she's going to decide to go into broadcasting or something. Oh, no, she can go back to Iowa. <laughs> like, my God. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I no, mean, I don't blame her. Why wouldn't you? Um, yeah, I mean, but, again, I think it's got a little bit of a good side. The money, not the extra year, but, you know, it keeps guys in college, and that was the big thing. They're there for a long time. Like, if you're a Kentucky fan – you don't even know who in the hell's on your team half the time because it turns over every year. Well, I, I, I heard somebody close to Joey Hart the other day mention, you know, his NIL, NIL deal for Kentucky. And it's, he's going to transfer to Indiana State and he's going to play. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Now, is he making retire? No, he's not. But, but he's not scrambling to go to the movies <clears throat> like they used to. He's not. Ordering off the value menu at Taco Bell if he doesn't because want to. that's all he right. could. <clears throat> and it's not just though. And let me say this, uh, you know, I've got two of the brightest minds in area sports at the same table as me. What makes you oh, think? It's just us. Oh, yeah. I was looking for yeah, who else was here. Where did Thompson go? What makes you think that you've only got a four-year? portion from 21 to 25 years old that you have to make all the money in your life so you can retire well i'm going to tell you something not all of us around this table had bruce pearl for a racket games professor while they were in college but i did this is at usi i gotta know with his percentage of showing up for class higher than you would think really now would an assistant show up every now and then absolutely but I remember him saying to our class one time that there are times in your life when you are hot and you've got to cash those you times in. I, I, that's why somebody, we're still doing a podcast. Somebody, yes, that's right. Somebody <laughs> asked him, hey, are, are you ever going, you know, to deal with it, blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, he, he answered the question. If you're hot, but, you're hot. And if you're Caitlin Clark, why not? Why, but, but, but why does a kid think <clears> – <throat> I have to make every dollar I'm ever going to make so I can retire. Nobody's at ever put a million dollars in front of my face and asked me to choose. Had, had I made a million dollars at 23, oh, God. I mean, oh, I'd have spent I, I, would, I, say, I wouldn't have made it to 25. Yeah, there's no chance it was gone. But I mean, there's there, like I said, you know, Yogi Berra had Yogi Berra's hardware store, Moose Scourin had a bowling alley, you know, or a number of bowling alleys. You know, these guys thought, well, I still have to work. Right. I still have to work. I'm playing ball. This guy's in the military. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a different... And, and yes, I am that old man shouting at clouds at this moment. But This moment? Yeah, all moments. All moments. There you go. Yeah. I don't know it's all bad, but I think part of it... I, I You won't convince me it's not part of why Nick Saban announced his... He his I, I, I would today. say it's an added layer. Just putting up with a, all a, yet the It's a layer day. of bullshit. That, that he just doesn't want that last layer of bullshit. Because you know it's added to the bullshit because while it probably made recruiting easier on a standpoint when you can just look at a kid at, say half a at million. Toledo and say, man, that's a good tackle right there that somehow we missed. Hey, sure, bam. Half Instead of going and sitting in some 18-year-old kid's living room like you used to. And However, if, And if I was Nick Saban 50 years later or 50 years older than some of these kids, I got nothing in common. Would it be exhausting world? to constantly tell them how much you like them and want them? And well, tell us in a few years. You're in that line of business. Oh, you know. No. But it, conversely, you know, maybe there's goods in that, but having constantly your third string quarterback and your 
you know, backup tight end, always wanting to go now to wherever Iowa wherever. State. Let's move on. <laughs> this is a depressing topic. All right. Speaking of not depressing, because it's so exciting, Aaron Rodgers now is no longer going to be on the Pat McAfee show as of this afternoon uh, after the comments that he made. That and, and, here, and I loved what McAfee said before we get into this. In his statement, basically saying he will not be here, I'm tired of being in the drama, I'm glad to be out of the drama, but what he said is something I've said before, and I love that somebody has a little more of a voice than I do, although there are hundreds of thousands of people that listen to this podcast. Um, He said, there is free speech in this country, no question about it. Sure. But please don't think there's not consequences to your free speech. And when someone says something idiotic and then they have blowback, it's not always the woke culture. I mean, and that can be okay, bad. Okay. But it there's consequences to what you Aaron say. Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback. Yeah. Had a tough gig taken over for Brett Favre. Great quarterback. Um maybe the most disliked person in sports. Well, yeah. I mean that that could I, well be. And I, the, I, I, if we're going hot takes, I'm, I'm, I've got one coming. If you want to, okay. I, I'm just saying is if, if, if you're ready, he's not a guy. He's not a guy whose opinion I give a shit about on anything there other than we go. other than other than you know when when he's reading the you know when when he decides that he's going to throw into triple coverage like his predecessor did, you know and. Whatever. And I'm fine with all the bullshit, including the vaccine. Well, when you start spreading just stupid stuff, that's oh, one thing. He, but I don't care if you're an anti-vax. I, I really don't care. And Then don't get don't get the vaccine and then move yeah, on. Yeah, move on. However, when you say somebody's on a list of people that are the decent uh, chance of pedophile. Is he on the list? Jimmy Kimmel, they said, is he on the list? Is he on the list? He says he's not. Is on he the on the list? list? I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit on this real quick. Epstein right. Island. Now, baby. now, here here is what I think, and 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 let's not pretend that the media in the United, especially the sports media, doesn't lean one way or another. I I don't care. Why does he have a platform to begin with? I'm gonna tell you why. Because he was one of the first people out that said, "I'm a Bernie bro." Who? Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Okay. So he gets street cred. And then I'm not going to say he switches teams, but listen, he the, hit he, a couple of the right topics. He's out on the fringe, and and he's a loose cannon. And if you thought he was going to follow some orthodoxy, the minute that he goes, listen, I don't care who's a Bernie bro and who is an anti-vaxer. I just want to watch sports. Right, I want to see him and, thrown and, into and, triple and, coverage. And, and Brino's 100 percent right, you know. And 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 I think McAfee may find this out soon enough. Everybody's going to serve a master. Somewhere, and I mean, it's I, I mean, if you think Pat McAfee came out today and said, "Man, I had this epiphany," we can't do this anymore. No, that's not that's not how it happened. Bob and Dylan that, said that. And he the, said you got to serve somebody, and, the, and and that's not how it happened at all. And there there are consequences to 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 what he said, and 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 McAfee found out the hard way. He got smacked back in the line. Aaron Rodgers got smacked back in the line. That's just that's that's where we're at. It may but, be but, the devil. But, but I'm just saying there are athletes out there that get a platform for a for a specific, you know, viewpoint or reason, and then, you know, why? They're, at the age of eleven I didn't know what body right, or politics and, and, was. And, and and when it comes to athletes or the media, I mean 
Think about the kids that you played with, played against, or were the athletes when you were in school. Think about the, the, the English journalism majors when you were in college. Those are the gatekeepers, and those are the people's opinions that you want to hear from. Are, is, is that really how we want our discourse in society you know, okay, well basically then, put into place let's by just, those people? Are you kidding me? The kids that played hacky sack with the beanie on and the athletes? What was the ha- What is the beanie these hacky sackers are wearing? They had the beanies and the hacky sack. And I don't what have is this beanie one, you're talking and about? And I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem with anything he says. Say it. Who cares? I may not like it. I may be right. pissed at you, but who cares? But when you when you make a, a joke about something of no, that nature, don't say joke. Well, when you because had it been a joke, yeah, you you're watched, right. You're right. Jimmy Kimmel wouldn't have had a leg to stand on. Well, he has played black. He has been Carl Malone in black. Yeah, I mean Jimmy Kimmel's. He's done some. Yeah, right. Right. Joke is joke. Right. But you know. But when speaking you, of jokes, and speaking of jokes, and Epstein Island, <laughs> and maybe true, maybe isn't. Oh no! I I read that this was proved false, but. I, have, I it's don't in know. The deposition. <laughs> yeah. All I know I is it all. in a world where somebody accuses Stephen Hawking of going to Epstein Island and his thing, you know, there's air quotes out there, is to watch nude midgets solve math problems on a blackboard that's too tall for them. It sounds hot. Okay, I want to live in that world. That's the world. Okay, that's the world. That's I, the world you want to exist. I, that's in. the world. If it's if that is true, it's probably not. Six it's, strings of the truth. But I'm telling you this much. I've got a story. That's the greatest thing in the world that I I've can't ever heard. Wait and, to hear this. I, well, how no, this story it, but, ties. But, but, but this is Epstein Island in a nutshell. And this this coaching staff that I am speaking of, they are not local to Bar Reeve. This is years ago. This is not. It's not local to Davies County. Well, I don't know where this but, is going. No, no, it, it's nothing. I'm anxious but, to hear. But basically. They would talk to us. You know, we would see them at clinics and different things. And it was normal for them after a game to sit in their coach's office, high school coaches, and just and, and just get a half case or a case. And, true. Hey, we're going we're, we're to break down the film. We're going to do this. Every time they'd go out to, sc- uh, to scout together, they would go to the bars. They would go to strip clubs. They would I, go to this. I and, and very well know a coaching well, staff like that back yeah, in the day. I, 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 and, and, and basically what they, what they did when I asked them is they said, you know, we've just got mutually assured destruction. If an administrator comes and asks us, everybody's gone. If a spouse comes and asks Epstein Island is that in in a in a horrific nutshell. I okay, think I, it was mutually assured. I don't want to be the guy defending Epstein Island. I'm not defending Epstein Island. I'm just telling you how it works. I'm just saying yes. And and they put and they compromise I, people. I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing Democrats, in the world. Democrats, liberals, right, conservatives, right. doesn't matter. Actors, scientists. I think the guy media, wanted to be around princes, celebrities. The guy wanted. to I don't be want around. to be around any of them. I don't. I barely want to be around Utah. I know that, but I'm saying is. This guy definitely wanted celebrities around him, and he wanted all the celebrities. The Netflix stuff is he, just yeah, fascinating, he, it really. But is. I mean, he wanted everybody. It's it's so hard to even wrap my mind around that. I even have a thought once in a while, like, okay, were they all just sort of, you know, I guess sucking off the, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't no, know where that's going, but no, but but so how about we say ciphering <laughs> off okay. the rich dude and the plane and the island. And there could be people that 
I mean, could there be people that went and didn't even know what? Right. I think. The, I yeah, think maybe 90, that was a deep dark corner of well, the island. Right. I think whatever. that was ninety five percent of everybody whose name is on that list. Yeah. Period. You know, most of them were down there for a Caribbean vacation. You know, and crack crab. Uh, right. You know, and and you know That's what? what if I were what? Whoa! Because listen, I you know my, I don't think they were. I, I'm I'm not giving them that much of the benefit of the doubt. And maybe no, not. And not I could be all. wrong. And and I, I would I, I think that about you know now, our formerly orange president. I think that about our our you know other former presidents. Supposedly, I mean, there's video of both of them cohorting with this dude. I I I will even give Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt on this one. I, I think I, that he was a celebrity. He wasn't a president at the time. He was a celebrity. Right. And that's what this guy dug. His thing was celebrity. And yeah. but please, please. I think there was a point in time in class where if Sam Emmons didn't know the answer on a test or a quiz, in the blank he would just write Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? <laughs> that was after the suicide. Yeah. I don't know what kind of shenanigans. Like I said, I could be wrong on it that. could be, but it was somebody. Any of those people. He's going to come out and threaten to sue you <laughs> yeah. like Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. It could have been any of those people who were protecting themselves and whatever happened to Epstein happened to him. I you do know. think that the that Prince, whatever his Chris name is. Chris Andrew. I, I think yeah, he's, he's, kind of the, he's kind of no, the dirtbag of the sure. dirtbags. Yeah, I'm not you sure. You know what's funny, though? This is just because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a royal guy. Um, yes, they are. wouldn't let him wear his uniform. And they wouldn't let uh, who's the who's the prince with the uh, with the actress wife, Harry. Oh, David. hair, hair, Harry. Oh, yeah. Meghan Markle and all. Right, that. right. Yeah. They wouldn't let I've him got, wear. I can, his. I've got hot takes on that. Yeah, they've got every member of that royal family dressed up like they're Patton. You know what I mean at the I Queen's like funeral. It. But those two are the actual only two combat veterans. They both Prince Andrew and oh, Harry. Right, right. They right. were yeah. true combat. Like, yeah, veterans. they were in like Falklands and, and right. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I don't. Know. And that, I'm not here to just, defend Prince Andrew. That sounds like that chick ruined Harry. Yeah, yeah I'm he, sorry, but yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. You there. know what? <laughs> wow, that's where we ended up. Yes. So, 25 years ago, on the night we're recording this podcast, January 10th, 1999, what I think, and I'll get your opinions, is the greatest television show that has ever been on, debuted on HBO. No question. When I hear that music today, it, it, it just it gets, my, gets me going, because you know what's perfect coming. Perfect theme song for a near-perfect show. I mean, no. I mean, you like you said when you heard this come on on Sunday evening, you knew it. Was you on. knew it was on. Yeah, and I and old Larry David and uh, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm was on before it. You know what I mean? And, and I have never watched that show, and I know I need to. Are you kidding me? No. You two are the worst human beings I on know. earth. I know. Is have that been, a surprise? I have been saying for well, I guess at least twenty five years that I need to watch that show, and I've never done it. Just, it's just on now, right? They brought quit it back. your job, okay? Quit your job tomorrow. My eight jobs, okay? Yeah. Well, just I don't give a I'm shit like, which one you quit. I'm like a Jamaican. 
Okay, what you need to do is just sit in front of the TV and start watching Larry David start to finish. Funniest thing that's ever been on TV. And I love, what's his name, Jeff... Uh, Garland. Gar- I love Jeff Garland. But this is this is perfect. This, this does not need to be remixed. It doesn't need to be changed. We don't need... To- so we've answered the question, because I was going to ask, was it the greatest show? We've yes. Been- now, what I... On whatever night that was, how long did it last? Eight years, give or take, whatever. Yeah, so, so roughly, what, 2007, whatever it was. It was 2007, the last Sopranos episode. When I watched that episode, I called one of my buddies that I knew was watching. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I wasn't outraged like a lot of people are. And, and the more, in the year I've thought about it, I never hated it, didn't necessarily, but... I love the way. Are we it talking ended final now. episode? Yeah, I love the way. Here's it ended what I've now. been told, and and this could be, this could be, this could be Stephen Hawking on Epstein Island. I don't know. That's how how crazy this could be. <laughs> but I've been told there is an alternative Bring yes. ending. Another joint. Yeah. There's there, Randy Lee. <laughs> but um, honestly, I've been told that's out there, and I would pay. Be like feel the dreams. I would just hand the money over. How many guitars would you give up? I would give. They're pretty nice guitars. See, I feel like I read not long ago that what's his name that wrote it. um, David Chase. David. I. That's when you knew it was on right there. Yeah, you're ready for that first scene. Something's happening. Um, Tony's out of the car. I don't. I said I didn't know there was an alternative ending out there. I've been told that. I don't know if it's true. Okay. If it is, I've read, I've read or heard the same thing. So and, thumbs and up, thumbs down on the ending. How they would just the fade to black, or it wasn't a fade to black. Ex- they didn't expect Tony to be dead. I mean, uh, to, uh, James Gandolfini to be right, dead. Yeah. And I think there they probably a, wanted to leave it. There was going to be a there, right. There was going to be some. Now I will say this about the many saints of Newark. Yeah, you said that. I still I, well, well, I love. I love and Gan- Gandolfini's kid plays Gandolfini. Right, 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 yeah, um, that is a, that's that gets better every time I watch it. See, that's the way I feel about Godfather Two when they flash back at Vito and, yep. and as a young man. I I still watch that and find things and like love it. like Beetlejuice said. I watched. I've seen The Exorcist 137 times and it just keeps getting funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, no, I so, mean it, right. It's a great prequel and there needs to be another one but and another one and what they did when and and that whole thing with meadow trying to parallel park it just raised your tension level while you're watching it and that's what makes that ending so genius because you do that then you flash back and they're ordered onion rings for the table and she's trying to park this god dang car and can't do it and then it's over and and the thing about you know, if if you want Meadow to make you uncomfortable, uh, how about she when made she made me w- uncomfortable? When she started dating turtles. Yeah, Entourage. <laughs> it's called Entourage. How about how about the fact that she was on a college visit at college, college visit at Bates College or University of Maine, wherever it is, and Tony has to strangle yeah, that guy, has to kill a guy. I, I mean, it, it it was like, how do you even handle that? How yeah. do you? You know, but it was. And once it, you go over some of the characters, we'll just in, instead say who do we love, who do we hate. Okay, yeah, we could do that. I was gonna. My, I just listed some in case I didn't know how familiar. But um, yeah, let's just do this. Go down the list. You, love or hate Doctor Melfi? Hater. Love. 
I think it is an integral part. I of always the show. yes. No, I, 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 I'm not I saying I would not. A, and and I always had a weird crush. I get that. And then I looked like it at her age one time on Wikipedia, and then instantly my regretted. My, I think that you might wait. Have when a did weird you look up this me? age and turned off then or now? Like it's it's older than you would think now. I'm not gonna don't like stop. Se- me. It's like 66 or no, something. No, it's now. older than that. I think oh, it's like 74. God. Like it's no, no. Okay, okay maybe that. not that. Maybe, All right, but it's was she better in this or, or Goodfellas? Goodfellas. She was great in Goodfellas. Yep. No, I mean she's great. If we I, say I we hate the character, I, if we say we hate the character, that doesn't mean we wouldn't have wanted she, the character no, I got to you. change. She in was the perfect. You knew Tony when he went in. He was it, being. It was. He was filleted open. Yeah. yeah. And and the great thing was at the beginning he wasn't. Right. And then he got to he where got he got to could. the point where he I, was. I, I went to Subway today, and I asked for the gabagool. <laughs> did you get it? Or and that poor you? girl there looked at me like. <laughs> I wonder why. You know. I said, no, I want the gabagool, and she, you know, she didn't want any part of that. Uh, you're a yes. I'm gonna vote yes, like Dr. Melfi. Uh. Carmela Soprano. Despise Carmela. But but perfect. A perfect, but thumb sideway pointing slightly down. She was she was she was, she was, she was kind of a, a, a jersey chaser. She was she was Should she, was, she have <clears throat> been more because one of the great things, she was a strong woman. She stood up to mafia kingpin, blah blah blah. But should she been more Just like that money. Should she have been more appreciative of what she was given? She was, and she was given. I mean, she was good. born on third base and thought she'd hit a triple. Okay, there you go. Thank like you, Mike. It. Christopher Moltisanti, who love met, love him. If you haven't watched the show, you need to turn it off. There's going to be spoilers. Love double heart, double heart, double heart. Love, love every like. I'm going to hit that like button, and what do I got to do? Just you keep holding it, it down. Hold it in. Hit love. Put, hit the heart. Because he was a great. Because he was, he was the dumb to Tony's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very yeah, capable. Right. Very capable. Capable killer. You know, but you know, you could see he, why Tony was a boss and Christopher would never be a he boss. He never should have been given the responsibility that he was about to really be given. Yes. And when he got made, I mean, he was he was. I mean, because look, Paulie Walnuts. He was still, next in line. He, they he, were a, all a, a, age-wise, yes. Yeah, right. and he was probably going to be the boss. And he was having, you know, he had lots of troubles during he the had show. Lots and then of he, troubles. You know, the Hollywood thing and wanting to write screenplays. And he, his, well, when he had to let's kill just say his Timothy eye wasn't Daly. on the ball. When he had to kill Timothy Daly, you know what I mean? And, and I mean, he's your 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 AA sponsor. But you gotta you gotta kill you gotta him sometimes. Do what you gotta do what you gotta do. Adriana Laserva. I liked Adriana. I think she was a great Jersey girl. Um, that's the one I'm voting no on. I okay. could not stand that. Couldn't stand that character. I, I see why she was there. I didn't, like hate, you. I, I didn't hate to look at her. No. she. Eh. I love when Christopher killed her dog by, by uh, passing abs. out on the dog. <laughs> good abs. The, but no, thumbs down. The scene when they took her for a ride. Oh. Or if you if you want to go to Yellowstone, took her to the train took station. Took her to the train station. That was a, that was a great yeah. scene. Yes, I mean, in a great storyline when, when the FBI got to her. Right, you can't. If we say we hate them, it's it's we just we we wouldn't want to be with yeah. them. But yeah, no, great, great, great yeah, story. Uh, hate, hate is a compliment. Now, right. what happened? Remind me. So she's she's compromised by the FBI. She gets Chris, and they go to the meeting. 
for to go into the to witness go into the witness pro- perfection what? protection program. Did Chris just say he chose Tony? And the, did he tell them? And then that's why she got yes. Killed? He told yeah. he told, and then he yeah. they sent Sill to go right, get her. right, right, right. So yep. what a decision that is. You know, you got to do it if you're staying. But that's that's what made this the best show ever. Yeah. Like I said, you can hate the character, hate the play, and not the game. There you go. Uh, Junior Soprano. What was Junior's first name? Uh, um, Is it Sylvie? Sylvie? Uh, no, no, no. Um, I'll, I'll look it up because I, 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 lo- I, lo- I remember I loved I, I, I Here's it. Here's the thing. I think they wanted him to be a better boss, and then they decided that they couldn't write him that way. And if you Corrado. Go, Corrado Soprano. Yeah, Corrado Soprano. And then you go back and see Many Saints in Newark, and even those flashback episodes, which were fantastic, um, you know, with Johnny and Johnny Soprano and, and, and Junior, um, you see all his flaws, too. I mean, you see his flaws. He's another one like Christopher who just wasn't smart enough to be a boss. Yeah. Street smarts, not smart And I enough. think at the beginning of the show, you thought he was. Yes, but yes. yeah, he had some junior Unlike Soprano Jackie. Still. I mean, I th- you know, I think you, you definitely tell that Jackie had more on the ball than... Jackie, well, I think Jackie was the smartest of them all. I, yeah, or Tony. Mm. Well, but I they think they wrote it like Jackie was supposed to be. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's then, beloved. And beloved then, by again, the, just such great writing. Then they, but they don't knock him off. They don't have Tony kill him. They have Tony love him, and then the guy dies of cancer. Right. I mean, it was just a, another great, uh, big pussy. Uh, great character. Great character. And you see, he's one of the. Um, he and Artie are Tony's great watch, friend watch growing the up. Show. You'll know what we're talking about. You know, Sopranos. Get out of here. Um, but, I mean, and, and he died like a man. Died yes, he like did, a man. Except he didn't. What do you mean at the very end? He didn't want to be shot in the face. His eyes. Let me yeah. keep my eyes. Yep. Yeah. And and again, great writing. They don't do it where they got to figure out how to get rid of this 350 pound behemoth. You love you love the big pussy. However, um you know, you know he had to go. I mean, if I were on the boat right there, you know, I pulled the trigger. And I think he knew he had to go. And yes. We, we yes. Yes. He it, knew he had to go. We can't really like him because he was wearing a wire. I mean, yeah, but it's that world. All right. I would when we start really telling secrets. I'm not wearing a wire. Yeah. I just want you guys to. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, Look at our text feed. Oh God, Silvio Dante. Love Silvio. My, I don't know if my favorite. Yeah, probably my favorite. Not to, you know, I, can't count. Silvio that. and Polly and Polly Walnut. Sil S- and are, are, are my are, guys. I know. did not Period. know. You can skip Polly right. because he's my favorite. I did not know for. The first five seasons, six seasons, I oh, watched don't the show. Say, don't who say, he, don't I say. I did. It. I had no oh, idea who he was. No, no my clue. wife had to tell me, and I, she was a passive watcher, but she has liked Springsteen that much. I oh had no God. idea who that was, and I think I didn't even like. I love the fact they make Springsteen references. You know what I mean? I mean through the show. I remember. I think I just like one day looked at him like. Where do I know that face? And then I went down though. But no, that shocked the shit out of me. When there I found are very that. few people who I have been able to completely suspend belief on. I was able to take him out of the Springsteen box, out of the E Street band, put him in this show. Now he did a show uh, about a gangster in Norway. Did you mm-hmm. ever see any of that? 
watched the first episode. Never. I Lily was, Hammer. Lily Hammer. I thought it was good. I went back, uh, but he was a little too. It. He was a little too Silvio. That was kind of the way I was. It's like, eh, I feel like I could. Little too Silvio. But I watched uh, two months ago. He was <clears> on. Uh, they did a segment on him on CBS Sunday Morning. Just a fantastic human being. I mean, just a cool because cool guy. he was Bruce Springsteen's lead guitarist. I mean, before. He and could never are, have done this show, and he's still the coolest guy in the world. And Bruce walked in, and they talked to both, and they both obviously have massive love for each other, and they've been best friends since they were in high school. And it was a cool story. If you I know, see it. keep going. Um, but yes, I love your hat, your state trooper hat. Well, uh, we covered Silvio. Everybody loves him. Polly Walnuts sort of covered him, but. Um, he oh. was sort of the comic relief toward the he end. He was of comic yes. relief, except for the fact that he had to whack his mother and <laughs> mother's friend. He was a butcher. She had you it know, coming. She did have it coming. She had the money under the under the mattress. Under the mattress. Was there guys in the real mafia that were complete goofs like this guy? Was I'm sure you funny. had to be the the code is you take yeah. care of your people, and everybody has some people in their family. I mean, you know. right? Well, and everybody has like okay, your group of your tight friends from high school or wherever, and everybody has the guy idiots. You don't Always make fun idiots. of the guy that everybody makes fun of the, you know, the real kind of the dumb guy. You know, whatever he was, I guess mafia has that too, where he, he's kind of the funny guy. But but when as my the, guy, when you need something done, I, I will say this as the only half Sicilian at the table, half Sicilian. You are half. New Jersey, half Boston, yes. half Indiana, half Purdue. You're, you're like, you know what? I guess you got a you, diverse portfolio. I'm just saying here, <laughs> as, a, as a Sicilian, I, I thought it was, I, I could see aunts, uncles, cousins, and not just, not just you know, in, in, in the crime family, of course, but I mean, in the aunts and uncles and in the, you know, in the people who are in the show. You yeah. see them, and they're real. Where are we at on AJ Soprano? I hate him. <laughs> what an awful character. What an awful, horrible. And I mean that lovingly. Right, but, right. But, but, you know, when they beat the kid up on the bike, and then he, you know, we would say in 2024, you know, he went woke, and then he just kind of became whiny and. and he yeah, was whiny. Yeah, That's he, what he was. But once again, that was the perfect. You know, when Tony for Tony slapped the piss because out of him, be a man, be a man. Yeah. Thank you very that, much. I mean, that that's that's as a father, I I could feel that that's what Tony was dealing with. Well, yeah. and and but here's the thing: is did you want him to be Jackie Junior? No, you know, right. you didn't want his wanted, kid wanted, to be Jackie Junior. You wanted him to be Jackie Junior. That's not getting into the lifestyle. But I mean, yeah, I mean, so so AJ was the worst of that. The worst. Bad reference. Uh, okay. <laughs> Keep going there. Uh, Meadow Soprano. We kind of talked about her. We don't like her when she dated Turtle. Nah, she got whiny. She was whiny. She was, she was a princess. Yep. There you go. Bingo. Princess. And uh, she did not appreciate. She did not. You know, I'm half Sicilian. You're in the waste management business. Right. You know, which makes me a quarter Sicilian. Which, yeah. I mean. But she, she was just like Carmela in the fact that she was willing to take the money, take the cars, you know what I mean, pay for Columbia, whatever, you know what I mean, all of that. But then look at Dad you know, like he's yeah, yeah like like he's a second class citizen. 
speaking of, and they're not on this list, but good thing, or I don't know, good things, interesting things always happen when Carmela's parents came around. Like if Carmela's parents was at a dinner table, someone was slamming their plate and yeah, storming and, and storming out. But Carmela's <laughs> dad... He got it. I mean, he knew. He knew what he knew. What the he knew everything was. about that, and and his wife accepted that also. You know what I mean? They were old school. They yeah. they they got it. They got because they were Italian too, right? right. Um, what? well, I, I don't have him on the list, but what was Steve Buscemi's? Steve that was Buscemi's. cousin Tony, uh, Tony B, as opposed to Tony S. I loved his character. Yes. Oh yeah. Do you ever not love his character? He's good in everything. He's right? good in everything. He was fantastic in Airheads. And he knows what yeah. he is. He has. He's. He. He doesn't. He's not a leading man. Yeah. He. He no. has. A, he has a lane, and he dominates he that lane. Yeah. Doesn't have a face to be a leading man. And he was great in Airheads. With. Uh, with he's also the Brandon Fraser and, and Adam <laughs> Sandler. He's also the executive producer of the documentary Medora, which you got no credit on. I, on, on the credit, there have been a number of a- He's area the basketball movies. Producer on that, yes, yes, really. And Stanley Tucci from No Kidding, the, the, the Italian Love cook, Stanley yeah. Tucci. Yeah, He's good. That's another guy. that's good in everything. A- everything he does everything. is good. All right, uh, we've covered AJ Man, uh, Richie Aprile, one of the great characters, the worst human to ever be live birthed. <laughs> a bad guy. The no worst of the worst of the worst. Tremendous character. You couldn't wait for him to get whacked. Bad dude. He's like the Joe Pesci character in Goodfellas. Like no redeeming oh, I, qualities. Oh, I disagree with that. No. I, 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 That's I'm, a bad man right there. He is? He looked at his best buddy right in the face and said, what, am I a clown to you? Am I a and clown? made everybody. Am I a clown? Right Am I af- funny? Speaking of, right after he shot Christopher Moltisanti. Right, right. Now <laughs> i got to get the line. Now we got to dig the hole. Yeah, right. But, yeah, that's a bad But, no, I, I think Richie him. was, and the fact that Janice killed him. Yes. You know, made it even better because, are we doing Janice next? We are. Not next. Well, let's, yeah, let's, we can do Janice next. Janice. I properly underrated. Uh, I love Janice. Janice was. I hated Janice's scene. Janice is the only other person. Janice is the only other person that could have been Tony. She's the only other person that could have run that family. There you go. Did you say like my sister? Yeah. Oh, wow. She was tough when it counted. She might sue you for that, but I agree. Uh, This is a song that you may hear in a restaurant owned by... Artie Buka. Loved Artie. Thought he's Loved a great Artie. guy. Loved it. Uh, I like when they taught him a lesson. Yeah, you had to. <laughs> that, you had, you, they had to. You had to. It's court check. You had to court check. Right. It. You know, but I mean, the fact is, to burn down his restaurant so you don't have to commit murder in his restaurant, little extreme. <laughs> little extreme. You got to do what you got to do. Speaking of storyline, that we'll, we'll 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 dive into a storyline here. What about the sporting goods store guy? I, that was next on my. That was absolutely <laughs> the, next on my list. You talk about ruining some dude's life. Oh my god! You know Frank Sinatra Jr. was in that, and they wanted to have, I think it was David Lee Roth, really playing himself as part of the poker game, uh, uh, and they they couldn't make it happen. But it was Frank Jr. Well, I could see uh, he he strikes me as a complete idiot. Probably should have sat in on that. Should have sat in that day. Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. Um, Artie Bucco's wife, not so much. 
Oh. I don't like her character. I, a, I don't, yeah. I don't, I, but, but I think, I get I it. Think he, uh, I think he's out of business and bankrupt if not for her. We yeah. all have proclivities. There you go. <laughs> we know what Stephen Hawking's was. Speaking of proclivities, how about the priest that got off on all the ladies' the, the, food? The Zeta, the Zeta, yeah. That is a weird storyline. But I think that I thought Artie's wife was absolutely really, like smoking. And you don't like Melfi. I. That's weird. But that's it's the, the character. Yeah. It's the character. I'm you know talking, what I mean? I'm it's not the look here. I don't know. I think you put her and Melfi there. Yeah, I just, I just like I said, I. All right, all right, all right. All right, here's the character that I ended up liking a lot before he got whacked. Bobby Bacala. Right, exactly. He Love. had the best job in the family for a long time. Loved Bobby. Babysit Junior for years is all he did. He was, he, that, he was a great character. He was a great, lovable character. And lo, wasn't a lot of lovable in that show. Right. Bobby was lovable. The day he shows up in the hunting outfit when they have to go down to the Pine Barrens <laughs> because they have to kill the Russian. Yeah. Uh, that, just like Elmer Fudd. I'm not saying it's my favorite, but that's a top five episode. <laughs> that's a good episode. And they said it was lucky. It wasn't supposed to be snowy. It was just supposed to be cold. Oh, and they, really? got, the they got, snow. got the snow. Wow. So, Which made it even better because yep. those guys were not dressed for it. You know. But Bobby, had, uh, Bobby, for a long time, all he had to do was babysit Junior. I mean, what a job. And what a tragedy with his wife. Yeah. Very you know, <laughs> and then they eat the last ziti. They eat, eat they eat the Karen's last, last ziti. Did you eat Karen's last ziti? That was the last ziti. <laughs> uh, who's next? Ralph Cifaretto. Now that's a turd. A good character. Turd, turd of a human being. I think he is less of a turd than Richie Aprio. Because he's smarter than Richie. But he's sneakier. Right. Yeah. Tremendous character. Couldn't wait for him to get it. Yeah. Couldn't yeah, wait yeah, for him to get whacked. You knew it was going to come at some right. point. And he caught it on a porch of, a, of that kind of like farmhouse. Well, his right? kid got shot with the uh, got shot with the arrow. Yeah. And But no, on the porch was a Bushimi got it that's on the right, porch. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, We're not experts or anything. Johnny Sack. Johnny Sacrimony. Sacrimony. Officially. I always loved that character. I thought that guy Great seemed character. like he had it going on. He was a little less brutal version of um, the uh, the Dapper Don in uh, in real life. Like like Gotti. Gotti. Yep. Little less brutal version, but definitely cut from the the, the back and forth between the families. Oh, yin yang, and it was just it was a, yeah, it was it, a great. It, it was a slow burn on the. And I love the scenes when he and Tony would meet one-on-one. Yes. -on -one. That, and that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, those, those scenes, were great. The, you think it's going, and then we're back. And, and he was meeting with him when Tony takes off running through the neighborhood, right? That's, that's, that's when the FBI came. Yeah. Yeah, they, Tony takes off running, <laughs> jumps through a bush, and, and then you got Johnny Sachs, but it's, heavy it's, set it's wife. It's real. You yeah. know what I mean? It was, it, it, look at the one, how the one comment changes the entire show yeah. about Johnny's wife. Right. You know, I mean... How many people died because of that comment? And that, and that, ha I mean, that happened down through the oh, yeah. annals of, you know, something that happens here, you kind of like, you may get pissed off at somebody sitting at the bar at Redbones, but we don't go murder their family. Yeah, a family. <laughs> but, hey, it is watch, what it is. watch what you say. Uh, Phil Leotardo, I think we're all going to be in agreement here. Tremendous character, horrible my person. My favorite death. Awesome. Day. My favorite. Anytime day. you kill somebody in a tracksuit, 
It works for me. <laughs> the grandkids in the back. What, what was Bacala wearing at the train station? Or he was the wearing the train, train hat. He train was wearing the conductor <laughs> hat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Philly Tartaro. We just ruined 25 years of, of, that's of, okay. of somebody who's not seen this yet. That, well, that's your own fault. I told him to turn it off. Uh, Richie April talked about him. Janice talked about her. Vito Spatafore. He That's is, a storyline I didn't see coming. Nope, but he is an incredible, incredible character. When I saw his head pop up out of that pickup truck, I did not oh, see that coming. Nope, nope, that and was a shock. By the way, I would just as soon have got rid of Meadow's boyfriend because I hated him too. Yes, agree. The one that caught him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He forgot, needed that. Yeah. Now, what was the deal, remind me, he goes to that upstate New York or wherever no, uh, he went. New Hampshire. New Hampshire, and, he's, and he got... Was it pancakes he loved? That the, the dude was yes, making Johnny cakes. Johnny, Johnny cakes. Johnny cakes. Yes. yes and for yes. those from New England, Johnny cake has actually got corn cornmeal. Cornmeal. Right. That's what makes it the Johnny sweeter. cakes. Johnny cakes. You know. Hey, whatever it takes. Uh, we talked about Jackie April a little bit, but I, 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 I do think having having him die the way he died. Then you had the Tony Junior. Tit for tat, and right. then finally Tony takes over. But I thought that was a great Five thing. families in a midget over across the river. <laughs> and then uh, the last one I have on my list here, Jackie Jr. Um, Couldn't wait for him to I die. could not stand him. One of my top three most anticipated hits. Uh, yep. Yeah, him, um, Ralph Cifaretto. Eh, but you know, Phil. Ralph... I'm not here to defend Ralph Cipperetto, especially after what he did to the dancer. Yes, that was bad. That was brutal. Yeah. I mean, but see, that's just it. They're so brutal. They're so bad. The murders are so egregious. And then in the next scene. You're laughing. Yeah, you're either laughing or they're doing something nice for somebody else or. How about, how about when they went to the soccer game? Was it Meadows soccer game? And they're all complete. Artie and Sill. Artie and Sill <laughs> had daughters on that team. Assholes <laughs> screaming at the officials and the coaches. Yeah. And what are you going to do? I mean, if you're plugged into the neighborhood, you and like, you know, yeah, you know, you're the eighth grade basketball coach. Um, and you know, that I know the guys. I know who's playing in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel bad? Did you feel bad for Tony when he was playing golf with uh, Doctor? Um, his neighbor, you know, who's playing, he was playing golf with his neighbor, and they were like kind of pumping him a little bit about life in the mob. Yeah, and yeah, is yeah. it like this and that? I, I felt bad for Tony. I was like, he shouldn't have to answer these questions. You know, he's, he was, uh, they, they were making sport of him. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't doubt that. Is there anybody who could have played Tony Soprano other than James Gandolfini? And we, we don't know, but, what? There was somebody How on the internet. How perfect was he for that? There was somebody role. on the internet I saw. They wanted like Bruce Willis or somebody to play him. Um, I the only the only the voice. This is bad. Ray Liotta is the only person who's ever popped into my head, but he didn't have the body type, the look. But he, Ray he, Liotta's in the Many Saints of. He plays. Oh, he really? plays. Um, 
Tony's, you're thinking, Tony's, I, I, need to, I got to watch I'm just movie. thinking as a leading character, a leading role. <laughs> he but, plays but, two roles in that. Um, that's but, just a lawnmower thought from the summer. You know, I'm just saying, listen, yeah, like I said, I could almost see Bruce Willis. Almost. If you'd never seen James Gandolfini, yeah. Right. I could, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it was the best and I want prequels, and I want the Gandolfini kid. I want the Gandolfini kid. Excuse me, playing these prequels until he's Tony's age. Yeah, till he's old enough. I got. I have. I'm before our next podcast. I'm going to watch that movie. And you know what? First time you watch it, you might not say, uh, and then the second time, and then things start to fall in place. You know what I mean? And you, you go, oh, I get it now. Okay, rank them. Sopranos as a whole series, Goodfellas, Godfather, Godfather 2. Uh, it's Sophie's, uh, oh, oh, it's Sophie's choice. Casino. It's Sophie's choice. Uh, and actually, you know what? I'll throw um, Donnie Brasco in there, too. Because well, Donnie Brasco is that street-level stuff. A Bronx Tale is amazing. It's an amazing one, too. So now we're up to seven? We're up to seven. I don't even know how you rank them all. You... I think I that, liked Casino more just because I'm casino. a little younger. You know another thing I love about a Casino is it took Don Rickles in a completely different direction than he'd ever been in, and he was amazing. And he smashed it. He was in a smashed little it. tiny bit of of smashed the yeah. It. Um, so basically, what you're saying is Francis Ford Coppola, uh, Martin Scorsese, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Um, and David Chase, who, by the way, I couldn't believe one of my other all-time favorite television shows, Northern Exposure. He did both of those, really and that. they couldn't be farther. Well, we know about North. We know about yeah, my we, relationship yeah, we, with Northern yeah, Exposure. We, we know all about that. All right, anything else on The Sopranos? Greatest show ever. Yeah. Why don't we just? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. And like I said, just keep making the prequels and. Uh, and let me let me love you. I don't know that we have to. Do uh, by by the way, I'm I'm, I'm going to get a quick plug in here. Thirty seconds. True Detective season four comes God, back. I... See Sunday night. It's Jodie Foster in the lead. And I okay. So do I need to watch the other ones first? Okay, no, yes and no, no. no, no. Well, no. Yes and you no. need to. Wa- hear me out, and I I know Todd's going to crucify me, but I've said it before. <sighs> I like that. True Detective season one is the greatest season of television. Matthew McConaughey and, uh, and Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, right? See, that's, now, it our, keeps popping up on my Netflix, now, sub, begging me to watch it. Subsequently, our other, you know... The, uh, did, the did it have staying power? One. Season two with Vince Vaughn was Terrible. not very good. Terrible. Season three was, was, okay. Was, was okay. This one is already certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And they are trying... I think what they're trying to do is connect... The story back to McConaughey. They're using some of the time, uh, same type of symbolism. So and, and uh, if you about if it. you like that, I mean, if you like, and I agree with you on season one. I love, I love. What was the weed budget? Seriously, on that oh, on that season one million. <laughs> how much? How much weed did they have to have for for McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson? No, I can imagine. But I would say Fargo. Have you been a Fargo guy? I have not. Have you been a Fargo guy? Not much of one. Um, Fargo, the series, I just started in the last couple of weeks. Season one is kind of based on the movie, kind of. Yeah. Um, 
Season two is a different story. Season three had like Chris Rock in it. Uh, imagine that one. But I don't know. I've season four is John Hamm uh, as a corrupt MAGA sheriff in North Dakota. And uh, and I'm not meaning that for political reasons. I'm just saying is that's part of his character. Um, it's pretty good too, and it's pretty brutal. But uh, what yeah. is it again? Fargo. Fargo. Yeah, well okay. worth it. Have hey, you not you seen the, the, movie? the movie? I've seen the movie. See, I've I haven't not... seen the movie. I know. I and that movie it. is way underrated for his for an Academy Award. I've heard winner. it was amazing. You know. Oh, well worth it. We had other stuff on our list. We need to do. We it. won't get any of that shit yeah. done. Um. What songs remind you of winter? We can do that some other time. And then the football games. You got anything you definitely dying to watch this weekend? Nothing this weekend. No, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to watch them all. I have not. This You've been an NFL monster this year. I, I have absolutely been. I, I can't even imagine. And my wife, surprisingly, instead of being like, oh, good. And I saw a great Facebook thing. It said, okay, honey, what are we going to watch after the game? Another game. And she has, like, gotten into it as well. And my, I'm not going to say Amber's gotten into it, but she's more than willing to sit on the couch or sit in a chair been, and, and play on her phone while the game's on in the background. Kirsten has got – I mean, she's gotten into the point where, like, I'm not going to say she's diagramming plays, but she's – oh, that's, that's me too. Um, but she, she what sees what's happening. No, yeah, yeah, just add them together. Um, I will say this. My wife has got a really annoying habit of she's a Raiders fan now. Because wherever the most Boilermakers are, she's a fan. Of. She was a, <laughs> No, she was a big Saints fan Like she for goes a while. over the rosters. Well, but I mean, I mean she was a I, big I Drew Brees that. fan. And the Aiden O'Connell, which, which was, he had a decent season. Yeah, he, a really nice season. Uh, you know, there, but, um, yeah, that, so that's sort of been her thing is, you know, on Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning, you go, what time are the Raiders on? Are you kidding me? <coughs> but, yeah, I, uh, you know what, I could care. I only, and, and I thank God that my pathetic Patriots. and Belichick coming back? No. No, he kid. and Nick Saban are going to go run some youth football camp somewhere together. I think he's back. You you think he's back? I do. I, think I hope so. I think I'll take him one more year. To do what with? Well, I, that I can't answer. Win the wild card. That, so. Oh, my God. I just noticed. I'm looking at my daughter in the picture. Yep. Right there in the ladder. With the camera. With the camera. I just I noticed Ellie Nepp. Ellie First time I've ever noticed that. And, and this thing has been sitting on the table with us of, of, Keegan, of Keegan cutting down the nets. And I thought, hey, do me a favor. Yeah. Take a selfie of that for me. No, I mean with my own phone here. Oh. Use the right phone. Sorry. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to do that this. That is a great picture. It's a fantastic it's a, picture. Um, it, it's we're a looking at a picture of Keegan O'Neal and Barreve at Lagodi. I'm guessing this is a regional. Oh, I, I don't even know. But a good portion of Montgomery is in the background of this photo. Take a See if you can get that a good one, one so I can send it to her. Epic pictures where everybody's got their... No, she no, she's up there. There you go. So this was number five on my list. While we're just kind of wrapping up here, number five on my list of winter songs. Hazy Shade of Winter by the Bangles, released in November of '84. The original was by Paul Simon and Garfunkel. That's right. In great album, by the way. Sixty-six. Great album. Next up is not that one. 
Next up is this one. Tremendous. And this Period. is not. It's a fall song, not a, not a winter Agree song. Agree 100. Uh, Todd Lancaster, I came in here tonight ready to attack why, you. Why? Why would you and attack I, me? I, I don't. I can't. In this, the words of Dean Wormer, I'm fat, drunk, and stupid. Why would you want to do that? This one, surprisingly, California Dreamin' is by the Beach Boys. And the reason is because a good buddy of mine and I were running around southern Illinois watching high school basketball. We were traveling all over the place. Got into a lot of different stuff, not just Red Hill. We were watching when this came out, and this song. We were listening to this song, and it was in you know icy, cold nights. So that's why I like the California Dreamin' by the Beach. Mamas and the Papas better, but this is a one of my winter songs. The Mamas and the Papas version of this, I mean, it's it's one of the oh, it's eight best songs of the nineteen sixties. Amazing song, and, and that, Mike and Amber DeCourcy's go-to karaoke song. Really, Boom, shakalaka! Now you know. And here's what I do, and my wife will tell you, and she'll um, hang on. Let me put my tip on here, and she will say, oh, "I know what you're going to say." At the end of California Dreaming. You may have to turn it up if you don't have a great stereo or whatever you're listening to. That flute that comes in or a piccolo, whatever it is, just makes me excited. Uh, you know what? Um, and that's all as we like to, that's all the wrecking crew. You know, we doing that with with them. And uh, Todd asked me earlier, what does this song have to do with winter? I, well, here's what Todd, it has to do with I winter. I agree again. Me and Dan Piercy cruising around on a night that no one should have been on the roads, just road tripping, drinking beer, having a good time, nobody else out, and this song came on WSTO probably nine times that night, and it still puts me in that. And Ted Lasso said, this song is, see if I can find it. Four minutes and 29 seconds. Ted Lasso said this is how long a male should take to get ready to go somewhere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one of the great questions. He said, yeah, the length of easy love. All right, let me hijack this real fast. <laughs> what is the song you remember in a car? Obviously, it's this for you. It's just one of many, but yes. But I mean, this is one. What's a car song for you? That you remember being in the car listening to. Everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, nice one. Oh, good. I like that. Nice one. Uh, And so we're talking 85. How old were you in 85? Like six and a half? Yeah, there you go. He was with Dan Piercy drinking beer. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to expose myself. I was not involved with any Don't don't expose yourself. I was not involved. Everybody avert your eyes. (laughs) But I was in a fraternity. Which meant I was a cool guy. Yeah, of course. And we were going to Michigan State with a pledge class. We were the juniors in charge of the pledge class for whatever reason. And we had a we had four fingers. We had a pony keg. And we were staying at the Delta Sig house at Michigan State. And the only and what the only things across the street from us was a little Caesars and a uh, pizza pizza and a head shop. And we were there all weekend long watching curling, watching curling and and having a great time. <laughs> it but it was fun. But watching videos because MTV was about curling? two years. It was MTV was like two years old at the time. 
And we saw that video from Everybody Wants to Rule the World yeah. maybe a hundred times yeah. that weekend. A, yeah. And we had a great, great. And, you, and I already know who you think of every time you hear you. You think of the video, what not Naz. No, in the video. Who do I? Think? The two black guys that are dancing. Yes, the, the guy flips over the bar. Yes, you know, you know. Yeah, Man. absolutely. Ah, those are better days. So yeah. you guys kind of alluded to it, but I, I think I talked about this one time on the podcast because when we talked about pet peeves one time a couple of years ago. When nearly everyone in the world makes a list of great summer songs, guess what is on it nearly every single time? Greatest fall song, not a summer song. I don't even think, well, maybe fall, but... Well, it's the end of the season. It's definitely the end of the season. You know, it's the end of the season. Now, this has two things, because it is about that era, but it's also... My buddy Hype Baldwin, Neil Heath, and I, again, out doing things we shouldn't be doing on side roads in Southern Illinois. But dead, I mean dead of winter. And this song played all the time, so it always puts me in the car with this guy's Now, do you like it? The line... Your sunglasses on or Wayfarers? Wayfarers, on. yeah. I like Wayfarers. And I can't... Wayfarers. And like oh, yeah. I said, I'm the mid-80s guy. You're a little later 80s. A little later, yeah, early 90s. I was 90s. born in 68. So, but though the, the thought of the risky business Wayfarers um, is, is zeitgeist to me. It is a time and it is a place. Because when Tom Cruise, you can say what you want, because he is a cartoon character now. Yeah. The Scientology kind of... Yeah. <laughs> and the jumping on Oprah's kind of couch and whatever Great else. episodes of South Park, though. But when I think of him, the tap on the thigh, the sunglasses go on, the cigarette comes out, he says, looks like the University of Illinois. <laughs> that That is the underdog moment of his movie career. Because where was the other school? He was, was it Northwest? Princeton. He was trying to get was into Princeton. Princeton, yeah. Trying to get into Princeton. And he, the guy, he just looked like the... And you say to yourself, because Princeton could use a guy like, you know. Uh, but you said to yourself, he's every man. He's every man at that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and he's willing to accept his fate, which he didn't have to accept because he ends up getting into Princeton. Yeah. But loved it. Out on the road today. Oh, I thought it was good. Sticker on a Cadillac. A little voice inside my head said, Don't look back. You can never look back. What a line. Like I said, written by Tom Petty's guitar player, uh, Mike Campbell, and uh, Don Henley. Mike Campbell gave him the track because Tom Petty didn't want it. I'm I'm glad that happened. I like Tom Petty, but I'm glad that happened. Well, the words, there were no words. He He just had the track for it, you know, that he'd written. And it could have been about anything, I guess. Could have been point. about anything, man. But instead, they just decided, oh, let's just have a perfect song. All right. I feel funny with my daughter looking at me in the picture now. That's all right. My kids are in there, too. Where are you? I don't know. Dylan's there somewhere. I had never noticed that until today. Well, this show, like every single Either the best or the worst we've ever done. is brought to you by Travis Brett. Indiana Farm Bureau. And maybe a new sponsor. Quick 
Yeah, and, and maybe a new sponsor at some point. And if you'd like to sponsor, if you own a business, really, it, listen, it's not going to cost you that much. And you know what? Can we just say about the potential new sponsor? It would be a, there would be a, we would, we would re, we would reestablish the B for birdies, the golf part of it. Yeah. Into the podcast. Okay. I would assume that's what they would be wanting. They can do what they want. If they, listen, do, we're, we're whores, like whatever. They, we are. The more money they got, the more outlandish things we'll do. But we talked about a lot of stuff tonight, but the main thing is Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, Give them a call, look them up on Facebook, contact them however you can, and have them quote your insurance because you'd be absolutely crazy not to. Stop knocking on wood. That's my insurance agent. All right, there we go. That's another B3 podcast in the books. Thanks to all of the people that listen every week and make comments, and we hear them all over the place. Thank you very, very much. Good on behalf of the Todd Father. Good night, Tito. Hank Finkel, wherever you are. Hey, and Jan. Rhino. Bonnie Lynn Sells. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs>